Welcome to the Veterans Perspective, presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency, with your host, Director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. I'm your host, Sonetta Adams, Director of the MVAA. I missed you all last uh, week, but uh, we have a great show in for you today. We're going to be speaking with Ryan Solard from Michigan's Department of Natural Resources, Rebecca Monteruso of the Therapy Program Manager from the Grand Rapids Home for Veterans, and Jeff Martin from Hiawatha Hideout. Today's show is all about hunting information in cold weather health and wellness. I believe today is going to be a great show. As always, don't forget that if you are struggling or you need to talk to someone, you can always reach the VA at 1-800-273-8255, press 1. Or if you want to get connected to resources, you can call us at 1-800-MISHVET. That's 1-800-642-4838. Stick around for an exciting show when we come back on The Veterans Perspective. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. You know, today we're talking about um, hunting information as well as cold weather health and wellness. And I, I think that's really important as we live in a cold weather state um, where health and wellness is critical. So, you know, the last few weeks I've been traveling and I know I missed being on the Suicide Prevention Awareness Monthly Wrap-Up. Um, and I, I apologize for not being here with you and I know this is such an important topic, and I, I know it's important because health and wellness play a key role in mental health and wellness as well. You know, as we're getting into the winter months, there's less sun, you know, we're not, we're not active and engaged as much, and that affects how we feel. That affects mental health, and so you want to make sure that you're taking whatever medications and vitamins that the doctor has prescribed you and looking out for your health and well-being, and part of that is maybe participating in opportunities and activities that you can you can potentially do outdoors and, and get an opportunity to smell that fresh, crisp, cold air if that's, if that's something for you. I will say that, um, you know, one of the things that's provided at the VA is what I call the happy light, which is really important as we, we deal with SAD and which is seasonal affective disorder, which I know I've dealt with. I know that there are other veterans and folks out there who've dealt with that as well. And you can definitely, if you're part of the VA or even not part of the VA, talk to your provider. And I know that they will have a referral process potentially in order to get you access to one of those lights, but it, it definitely does wonders. It adds more sunlight to your day while you're inside and it allows you to have a little bit more uh, happiness and sunshine in your life. So I think that's important. Another thing that's important is that I want to make sure you all know that we're not going to be here for a couple Saturdays. That's right. It is NCAA football season. And with that, MSU will be airing their shows on on the next couple of Saturdays, but we are working on having a great show for you for October 23rd, which will include information and resources on veteran home ownership. I know this is coming during a time where it's cold and people are probably not moving, but this is a great opportunity to start getting your ducks in a row so that when spring comes and you're ready to move and things start thawing, you can start fresh potentially in a home that you own. And so I, I want to remind you that 
Even while we're gone for those couple of weeks, you can always get access to our podcast, which is available on Apple and Spotify and, you know, just search it. Veterans Perspective on podcast. You can listen to some of the past shows and and get information and resources that are available to you. And and don't forget that our show can also be um, uh, downloaded at WJR.com slash Veterans Perspective. So, um, I want to touch a little bit then on what we're talking about today. And again, we're talking about uh, we're talking about those outdoor opportunities and health and wellness surrounded around that. And and I know, listen, I am not the outdoor winter person. Um, I think I've gone skiing a couple times and I'm probably bundled up too much. But there are some folks out there that are snow bunnies, I guess, in a sense. And so you're going to want to stay tuned to this. But they're also hunters. And I know that hunting season is about to begin. And you're going to want to know what um, things you can take advantage of in the state as a veteran and a family member of a veteran. I want to also remind you all, this is a great time to remind you of a lot of things, that we are approaching Veterans Day. And it's right around the corner. So make sure that you check out the events calendar on our brand new website by visiting michigan.gov slash MVAA. You can check out all the events that are going on from now up until Veterans Day and beyond. And, and take advantage of those. And as we're speaking of events, I wanted to make sure that you all knew about our inaugural Michigan Veteran, Michigan Military and Veterans Gala, which will be held on Saturday, November 6th, 2021 at Selfridge Air National Guard Base in Harrison Township. It is hosted by the Department of Military and Veterans Affairs and Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. And, uh, the night will start at 6 p.m. with a social hour, followed by a 7 p.m. gala. If you get your tickets soon, and I, you know, I, you know, I, uh, uh, there was an early bird price, but now you're going to have to get that regular price of, I believe, fifty dollars. And so um, we are looking forward to a fun-filled evening that will play, take place inside an elegantly transformed hangar that will also feature an award ceremony, heavy hors d'oeuvres, drinks, music, and dancing. Your fellow veteran comrades within the state and those who are serving veterans will be honored that evening. And it'll be a great opportunity to network, to see some of the veterans that you know, and to just have a really good time. National Guard service members, veterans, and their families, and and beyond are all invited. So make sure that you check out um, our website, which there's an event right link link on there but you can also call us at 1-800-MICHVET that's 1-800-642-4838 and we can direct you on where to buy your ticket and to accommodate the clearance process because you will be on a national guard but a, a base um that has uh top secret clearance uh, equipment so you they want to make sure that you're the right person to be on that base you must purchase your ticket by october 15th so you can clear that process so uh please note that this is an adults only event and i hope to see you there as i'll be there and i'll be emceeing the event finally i want to touch base on a capital event that we are working on for veterans day to recognize veterans all across the state there will be great folks there in the capital on tuesday november 9th we'll have more details to share with you but you heard it here first so look for that information on our website and facebook i'm so excited that we are i'm back in the saddle to be able to talk to you i hope hope that you're getting the information that you need and I love to hear feedback so you know share some of that information on our Facebook or Twitter and let me know how we're doing or if there's any topics you want to hear from us so 
we are about to have our first guest, so stick around. Our first guest, Ryan Solart, will be coming from the Michigan Department of Natural Resources to talk about hunting opportunities in the state, state of Michigan. See you in a minute. Welcome back. Our first guest joining us today is Ryan Soulard, wildlife biologist with the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. Ryan has worked with DNR Wildlife Division for 13 years. He's originally from Hartford, Michigan and graduated from Central Michigan University. He began his career over on the lakeshore near Muskegon. Well, that's my stomping ground, where he worked for the past five years with the DNR as a wildlife assistant. The last eight years, he has worked to oversee the approximately 300 high fence deer and elk farms in the state of Michigan. Ryan is a very avid waterfowl hunter, fly fisherman, and outdoor enthusiast of just about anything he can pursue in the field. He currently lives in Lansing, and if he isn't fishing or hunting, there's a good chance he is talking to others about it. He, he really enjoys trying to introduce new people to the outdoors and sharing stories and passion with current sportsmen and women, whether it be through wild game cooking, social media, or a handshake on the tailgate of a pickup. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Hi, thank you very much, Director Adams. I'm uh, very happy to be here. You know, I was uh, as I was going through your your bio, one of the things that kind of stood out was fly fisherman. So, you know, that is something as a, a disabled veteran, I got an opportunity to try out in Maine. And I will tell you that you can have it. <laughs> I was so scared about getting a fly stuck in my face like I just I, I I'm not about that life so yeah, I, I I'm sure that there's an art to it but I haven't mastered it and I don't think that I probably will even try so um, well it's good that you gave it a shot once it definitely has a steep learning curve to it and I can tell you it doesn't matter how many years you do it you still have that chance of hooking yourself so don't feel yeah. bad well, I knew I figured out how to make one so that was fun um but we're going to be talking today about um hunting season. And I know that hunting season is a huge deal in Michigan to the point where, you know, even the legislators take off during hunting season and, and it's, it's, it's a big to do. And so um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that as we're talking to veterans and their families. And so um, first off, when does hunting season officially start? Well, uh, there's all kinds of hunting seasons that are actually underway right now. Uh, the kind of the kickoff to hunting season really starts around September 1st with uh, goose hunting that gets going. Uh, there's a couple of uh, other waterfowl seasons that get started in that same time frame. And then uh, middle of the month, September 15th, you have small game season. So uh, squirrel, rabbit, uh, grouse, woodcock, all those small game species. And then that kind of builds up all the way to October 1st for the archery season opener. And then, of course, the huge time of year that everyone looks forward to to hit the woods would be the firearm deer season opener, which is on November 15th every year. Okay. So, yeah, that's great information for folks to know. And I'm sure that we'll talk about this before um, we let you go about where they can find out more information about this. But um, so, you know, if somebody wants to hunt, let's say, do they need a license for all of these or, you know, um, what, what licenses do they need? 
Well, basically, uh, speaking strictly on uh, just to go over, you know, some of the benefits that are available for uh, military and uh, veterans with disabilities, that uh, essentially anyone that's on uh, active duty U.S. military and stationed in Michigan or uh, active duty and has a residency in Michigan, uh, their hunting licenses are actually free. So they just have to go and get them from the retailer. There's a few minor exceptions, like if you put in for a lottery for one of the really limited hunts like elk hunting, uh, you still have to buy that one, but it's one of those things that's like a once in a lifetime deal. So it's not a huge, huge thing, but uh, a lot of people can go into the woods with simply just a base license, which covers you for a lot of those small game species. Um, beyond that, you would need uh, the appropriate uh, deer hunting license, which there's a huge variety of those available. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to touch on is that there's um, a really cool hunt that's uh, always held right around the middle of October that's relatively new called the Independence Hunt. And uh, that applies to uh, uh, veterans who are 100% disabled are actually able to have a special firearm hunt um, that's open on private land only that's uh, this year, October 14th through the 17th. So uh, that that's an excellent opportunity for people to get out. Um, another one that's already passed for this year is the Liberty Hunt. And uh, that is uh, joined on the same weekend as the Michigan Youth Deer Hunting season. But again, that provides a excellent opportunity for people to get out on that weekend as well. That's generally falls in around uh, mid-September. I believe this year it was September 18th and 19th. Um, moving away from kind of the deer hunting stuff, something that's kind of near and dear to me with being a waterfowl hunter is the last couple of years, the, the DNR added a special veteran and active duty military uh, waterfowl hunting weekend. So uh, the traditional waterfowl season doesn't really get going for ducks until October, but in the last two years, there's this new season for veterans and active duty that is, uh, this year it was September 18th and 19th. So essentially they get to go out and have that, that weekend to have a sp special hunting opportunities. Uh, I know I wasn't able to go this year with a buddy of mine. Um, but last year I went with my best friend, Jason's, uh, uh, us, uh, Arm army cavalry veteran who did a couple tours in Iraq. And, uh, I kind of played guide for him last year and we just had a ball on that, uh, special season. So uh, it's something I think is pretty cool the DNR added. And then uh, last but not least, one of the uh, best ones I've seen that's, uh, I've seen an awful lot of veterans in active duty take advantage of it is we have managed waterfowl areas all across Michigan that are premier destinations for duck hunting. And the DNR has a special day on November 11th, which is Veterans Day, of course, uh, where if you're a, a veteran or active duty and you show up, they do a separate drawing for all of those parties first. So they have first preference of basically the best spots on the area. So it's a, a really cool thing. All they have to do is show up. There's no pre-registration, nothing like that. And uh, there's uh, seven areas in the state that, that, uh, that have those special hunts going on that day. 
Well, that's great. That's great information. And and I know you mentioned um, veterans and um, some veterans and uh, active duty can get access to free licensing. But I know just to backtrack, 100% disabled veterans are the ones who get the free licensing, though, too, as well, right, on the veteran side. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, right. On the veteran side, it's uh, 100% disabled that receive the free licenses along with the uh, active duty. Perfect. And and I just wanted to know, um, where can people sign up for the independence hunt? Because that's coming up in a couple of weeks, and I'm sure maybe someone may want to take advantage of that. Where can they sign up for that? You know, with the independence hunt, all they really need to get going on that would be uh, your standard hunting license for deer that's um, good throughout any of the seasons. Uh, so they could purchase that at any of the licensed retailers or online. They would need that and their base license. And honestly, that's it. Um, they can go on any private land in the state is open to them. Um, one of the special areas that the DNR has is uh, uh, down at the Sharonville State Game Area in Southeast Michigan. Uh, there's a partnership with an organization called MyOFO, Michigan Operation Freedom Outdoors. And uh, Tom Jones, who is a uh, 101st Airborne Combat Vet uh, is the one that is uh, oversees that and is uh, really the backbone behind it. So uh, they should check it out there. Well, thank you for all that information, Ryan. I was going to ask you what's the best place to hunt, but I think we should keep that secret and let people figure that out. So thank you so much for joining us today, Ryan. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. All right. Coming up next is Rebecca Monterusso, therapy program manager from the Grand Rapids Home for Veterans. We have an exciting show still to go. So stick around. We'll be right back on the Veterans Perspective. the veterans perspective so you know we just spent some time the last segment talking with ryan from dnr about things to do outside and as you recall the show is all about cold weather health and wellness which included some outdoor activities uh, with hunting and fishing and some of those those fun things that you can do if you want to get outdoors i think it's important that we remember too that if you are a person who would like to take an opportunity to get a flu vaccination or any of the vaccinations that are out there the va has those available for you so you should check out the va website call the va call your provider or if you're not connected to va healthcare you should give us a call at 1-800-MISHVET and we can see if you are eligible for va healthcare so that you can get those vaccinations if you so choose I think another part of that um, health and wellness and making sure that we are taking care of our bodies is, is, is some of those things that we can do indoors even in the winter as well. And I, I know many people think that joining a gym may not be in their budget, but we do have some great resources that we want to share with you before we get to our next guest. Um, so you can check out your local YMCA, which most waive their registration fees for veterans and some even offer a discounted rate. Um, for Detroit veterans, the Detroit VA Medical Center offers a free fitness center for any veteran receiving care at the Detroit VA. That includes high-tech fitness and strength training equipment. You do not need a referral to use the fitness center. All you need to do is sign up for a membership. So you can visit va.gov 
Detroit VA and give them a call if you need to, but to find out more information. And so, you know, there are some opportunities out there. If you're looking for additional opportunities, again, you can call us at 1-800-MISHFED and we'll try to get you connected. And so, you know, as we talk about that, I wanted to kind of um, have you listen to our next guest, who um, is Rebecca Monterusso. And Rebecca has called the Michigan Veterans Home at Grand Rapids her home since 2009. She initially started in the activity department. And then in 2012, she transitioned into the therapy department working for Therapy Management Inc. She started off as a functional maintenance tech, then moved to office manager, then became the therapy program manager while working towards becoming licensed as a certified occupational therapy assistant. She became licensed in 2018 and thoroughly has thoroughly enjoyed her position and working with Americans America's Heroes Each and Every Day. Congratulations on that uh, 2018 uh, licensure and welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know, I'm, I'm so pleased to be able to have someone on from the Grand Rapids Veterans Home. And just as a reminder, you know, we just had that ribbon cutting for Grand Rapids Veterans Home uh, last month, September, and it was just, just a, a great showing in a beautiful facility. It is. And our members um, are so thankful for it's so exciting to see their responses in each and every member's response. It's it's overwhelming to see how um, happy they are with their new setup and their new environments. And so it's been amazing to be a part of. And you all have an amazing recreational therapy area, too. I just thought that was really cool. When I saw the the cooking area, I'm like, what's this for? And you can teach people how to cook as they get back from rehab and things. I mean, that's amazing. So I, I, I'm sure you're excited. I am. It's what dreams are made of, our therapy gym here. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited. Absolutely. So, you know, I know many of us have struggled with some pandemic weight. I've, I've heard things floating around the, co- the COVID-19 uh, pound gain and uh, being stuck inside over the last year. What are some ways that you would recommend that we stay healthier this fall and winter? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that one of the most important things for us to remember um, is that like during these crazy COVID times, especially is to maintain some sort of routine. So it's so easy for us um, especially when we, you know, tie in anxiety and depression because of these, um, you know, it's, it's anxious times with COVID, not knowing, you know, the unexpected. It's something new that we're all going through for the first time. And so, um, you know, trying to maintain some sort of routine, um, especially during the cooler winter months when um, it starts to get out at five, get starts to get dark out at five o'clock p.m. It kind of reminds me of my two-year-old. He associates dark out with bedtime. And so we kind of do that too, right? Like it's, it's dark out, it's time for bed, but not when it's five o'clock. And so, um, you know, just trying to maintain some normalcy. Um, and then also like remembering there's other things that we can do too, like um, healthy eating uh, can be challenging, but kind of using all of the tools in your toolbox to be successful and staying healthy. So um, finding, you know, because of the de- decreased amount of sunlight that, um can affect our mood and appetite. Um, So eating foods that are rich in vitamin D um, and that can help us. And some examples would be like milk, cheese, fortified cereal, yogurt, and eggs. And I was able to work closely with our, one of our amazing registered dietitians we have here. So um, she has a lot of great examples of how to stay healthy with food choices as well. That's, that's great. And, you know, you know, as you talk about, 
you know, staying healthy. You know, I think about, you know, since I've been home, you know, I've been sitting at a desk. I used to be out and about a lot. I mean, I think I've gotten out more in the last couple of months, but, you know, I used to be out and about all the time, every day walking somewhere. And so now I have this thing where I flex my feet every hour back and forth just to kind of keep circulation flowing. Cause I've, I had a blood clot before, so I want to make sure that oh. I don't get that again. And so I, I think that's important for people to remember too, if they're sitting all day, mm-hmm. you got to keep moving and keep that circulation flowing. So, so what you're saying is pretty, pretty important. Um, and so people are probably wondering, right? Well, you know, do I have to buy fancy equipment, um, workout equipment in order to be successful? Absolutely not. And it's not about having like heavy equipment and how hard you go, right? It's, it's more about consistency and frequency. So in the past, I've instructed people um, on using, it could be canned soup, you know, and doing repetitions with your, um, for your upper extremities, or if you did like a gallon of water, that's equivalent to eight pounds. So finding ways to creatively keep moving, um, doing laps in your home or walking outside, but being aware of the conditions and the temperature. Yeah, I, I would say our, for our ladies out there, I used to think strength training when you're talking about lifting cans and right. different things, right? I used to think strength training, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to look like the Hulk, but right. it actually is really good. It ha- helps you lose weight faster. So I'm I'm all about strength training for sure. Yep, absolutely. Um, so can you share some other exercises? I know you talked about the maybe the cans, but some other exercises that people could do at home. Yeah. So, um, so it kind of really depends on what your goal is. So like, if your goal is just to like, keep kind of some, some kind of movement, then, you know, you have to take into consideration, like, you know, beforehand, making sure that there's, um, that you're, you've consulted with your doctor and that they feel that it's okay. But like, whether it's flexibility or cardiovascular, are you trying to lose weight, marching in place, march, sit, sitting down and marching kind of like, um, Zanetta, how you said, like you like to pump your feet, keep that blood flow going. There's a lot of things now, a lot of different options. We just have to be a little bit creative about, um, you know, finding what, what's right for us and what fits our routine. Yeah, that's so important. And, and, you know, for the disabled veterans and family members out there, I, I'm with you, like riding a bike is really hard for me, like a regular bike. So recently I invested in an electric bike. So I can pedal when I want. I can get some pedal assist when I need it. And if I, if I can't even do the pedal assist, I can just get all the way home. And so my worst fear is getting, yeah, that's my worst fear getting stuck somewhere. So, you know, there are some opportunities out there and if you don't know about them though, then, then you won't take advantage. And so I, you know, as we're talking about all these programs, I wonder, are there any virtual programs that you would recommend for people to keep moving? Yeah, so they have a couple different kinds. It kind of depends on like where you're at, where you are at in your your you know lifestyle. So if you are younger and you're more fit, then you could do something. There's an app called OpenFit, so that has some pretty um, pretty strenuous exercises on there. Or if you're one of our older veterans or you know older um, members, you know finding there's it's called Silver Sneakers, and actually Silver Sneakers is something that um, there's locations. We check with the locations. Um, they will work with some of the select care healthcare plans, and so that they can utilize that, um, and so they won't have to come out of pocket. So there's a bunch of different kind of apps that you can look into and to um, keep keep active. Well. You know, Rebecca, I appreciate all the information. We will make sure that we share this information on our Facebook page and any other apps that you might recommend. But it has been such a pleasure talking with you and sharing some of the tidbits to keep people moving even during the winter months. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. 
All right, and when we come back, we'll be joined by our final guest, Jeff Martin uh, from the Hiawatha Hideout. So stick around, we'll be right back on The Veterans Perspective. Welcome back to The Veterans Perspective, presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. Now back to your host, Director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams. Welcome back to The Veterans Perspective. We are joined by our final guest today, Jeff Martin. And, you know, I want to tell you a little bit about Jeff. Jeff is joining us today from his off the grid cabin that is nestled in over a hundred acres of a private forest preserve and wildlife sanctuary that adjoins the Hiawatha National Forest. If you're looking for a veteran-friendly cabin to unwind, relax, and reconnect, the Hiawatha Hideout is a place for you. Uh, just a little bit more about Jeff. He enlisted in the U.S. Marines just after graduating high school and served as an infantryman until 1997. After his initial tour was over, he decided to work in private security until the events of 9-11. Jeff re-enlisted into the Army as a combat medic and deployed with the 1st Cavalry Division in 2004. He was wounded by a car bomb and subsequently medically retired in 2005. And I had an opportunity to meet Jeff in person at the UP State Fair, and him and his wonderful family have so many great stories. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hey, welcome. Uh, thank you for having me. This is this is a great opportunity, knowing that you're in a, a literally a secluded off-the-grid cabin. So, I mean, what is that like? What is it like to live off-the-grid? <laughs> uh, it's an adjustment. Um, it was an adjustment for us. It took about eight years for us to get to where we are now. And we've just incrementally, slowly uh, gotten more and more skills and more and more wild. And as we've done that, we realized that a lot of people really benefit from just getting a taste of this on occasion. So we started uh, pursuing a way to share our experiences with other people or make it really easy for them to come get a taste of what it's like to live out here without um, without having to spend eight years acquiring skills. You just come out and see if this lifestyle is for you. Well, and, you know, we're going to get into that a little bit. And I, you know, I'm not, I don't need to go into details necessarily of how you were injured, but, you know, you were injured and you're a disabled veteran. And, and so I, I feel like there's some passion here about where you are and what you're doing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I got shrapnel wound in my um, legs and um, a traumatic brain injury. Uh, I got thrown out of my Humvee um, or blown out. Um, a lot of the guys did worse than I did. Anyway, um, what I, I had a real struggle in reintegrating into society and um, but I got into business. I got some decent mentors in business and I was pretty successful. And now I've kind of, you know, left mainstream society and moved out into the wilderness. And um, I'm very happy here, but I realized through meeting people, a friend of mine has a child with uh, autism that's nonverbal and um, getting that kid outdoors and dealing with that kid, learning how to deal with that kid in a way that kid could respond really turned something on in me. So then I got in touch with 
a guy named Tom Jones from Michigan Operation Freedom Outdoors, which provides handicap accessible hunting opportunities in cooperation with the DNR and the Sharonville State Wildlife Area. And I met, I met Tom. I've been hunting with Tom. And uh, with Wounded Warrior Project as well, I've connected with blind veterans and amputees. And I realized that they all want these opportunities, but there isn't really anybody set up to try to <clears throat> facilitate uh, the accessibility for people um, who are physically disabled or even economically disadvantaged to come out and, and get these life-changing experiences. So I've done a one-for-one -one business model similar to Tom's shoes. So if you buy a pair of Tom's shoes, uh, for every pair you buy, a child receives a free pair in a, in a third world country somewhere that needs a pair. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, why can't I do that with with the cabin where I don't log the property. We don't allow any uh, more development. We're already surrounded by swamp and wilderness. Let's just turn this place into a forest preserve and a wildlife sanctuary and make it accessible to everybody. But the people that are our paying customers are going to pay for our customers that can't pay. And so my intent is to run the Hiawatha hideout as a business without profit being the main driver, but rather accessibility and conservation being the driver. So I teach classes out there on the property on fire starting, primitive skills, survival, uh, plant identification. I do a general um, briefing class called Walk with a Woodsman, where you come out with me and we talk about uh, the plants, the way I see them and how the trees work with the wildlife and they're all interconnected and how the ecosystem functions. And just getting people to experience some backwards compatibility with the way things used to be uh, is often a good digital cleanse that helps everybody reset their approach when they get back into their life. So whether you're from Inkster, Michigan, and you've never been outside of uh, your county except for a field trip to Lansing, uh, or you just think you know everything, I mean, I've got something for you. And um and my hope is that I can connect with everybody on some level and, and get them reconnected with the environment that we all have to share. That's great information. And so th there's this cabin out in, near Hiawatha National Park that people can take advantage of. And if you're a disabled veteran or a veteran, like what's the criteria for someone to be able to stay there for free? Well, right now, uh, really, they just contact me and we go case by case basis. We're not a nonprofit. Um, we're a conscious, I guess, veteran-owned um, uh, business that's trying to be socially responsible. So if anybody just lobs in a message through Airbnb or through Instagram, Hiawatha Hideout on Instagram or Facebook, um, just lob me a message. I want to get to know you. I want to understand who you are, where you're from, what you're going through, and how can I help? And can I connect you with resources that you are unaware of? There might be other guys, uh, such as Michigan Operation Freedom Outdoors, um, that would be more beneficial or less. And I just want to start a relationship with as many people as possible to try to facilitate uh, people that need to come out and cleanse in the forest to be, have that ability to do that. And it, it literally does not matter where you're from. It does not matter how much money you have or don't have. It doesn't matter uh, what your personal identity is. Uh, I have a very uh, open, progressive, accommodating, safe environment for people to enter the wilds with me as their guide and, and help them feel comfortable and stretching their legs and their own skills. 
Jeff, that's amazing. I mean, you know, I, I looked at some photos online of this cabin that, you know, you have two bedrooms, a bathroom, uh, two beds, four guests can stay there. And it, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And the fact that you can get some skills out of that as well. You can work with Jeff, uh, who seems all knowledgeable about what's going on out there and get some skills. I mean, that's that's really what many veterans are looking for. And, you know, as we're coming off of just, you know, having discussions on Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month, I think it's important for people to understand that there are, there, there are opportunities out there. If you're somebody who needs to be in a space where you're... You, you you want to just get one with nature, this is a great opportunity. So, you know, we're going to make sure we share your information on social media when we post this out so that people can reach out if they're interested. But are, are do you have any reservations open right now? So if people are looking to say, hey, I want to come next month. Um, so I'm, I'm just about fully booked until November 10th. And then November 10th, I don't have any bookings available until mid-May on Airbnb, and I'm reserving all of those winter dates to give back to the community. So the only way you can stay at the hideout um, this winter is to be my guest. Uh, Money can't buy a spot in the hideout this winter. Unless you're a corporate partner and willing to do a one-for-one sponsorship, then we can talk. So uh, that's what I need more of. I need more uh, corporate or um, large party partners who are willing to undergo for one model. And uh, the experience they'll receive is unparalleled. They get to come to my homestead and have dinner. They get to pick a salad from my garden if it's in season. They get to see how we built our house, how we've built everything we do. Um, We cook a meal for everyone. Uh, Usually that's come from our garden and from our animals. Uh, My reviews are fantastic. It's um, uh, a good opportunity for people to come and relax and not feel like they're just um, spending money on themselves, but you're spending money on someone that otherwise wouldn't make it. So this whole winter, all people got to do is lob in an email to me, uh, get in touch with me somehow, and just let me know who you are, what your situation is, and let's work out a way to get you up here, get you into the cabin, get you comfortable, and get you some skills. Sometimes people just need their alone time, and that's also uh, an option. You don't have to meet or interact with me more than necessary. Well, Jeff, I appreciate everything. I appreciate you joining the show. You're a combat wounded veteran giving back. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Veterans Perspective. Remember that you can always reach us at 1-800-MISHVET. That's 1-800-642-4838. And we will make sure all of this information is shared. We'll see you in a couple weeks on the Veterans Perspective.